gather round, for it is time for adventure, for intrigue, for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry and improv that would make a dungeon master weep. It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows, because it's time for Hero Squad! So, uh, we find ourselves now back at the hut where Ravo and Christina are uh, awaiting the transformation. Um, it's been... I'll say like 30 minutes, an hour since the um, the first kind of twinge that you got. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can see kind of like through the crack, you know, in the door that uh, there is um, the light is starting to fade. It's getting a little more orange. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Ravo peeks his head outside the door and uh, looks like she says, the moon is rising. The sun is setting. I think you should be prepared. It's going to happen any minute now. Benji, roost! And Benji kind of like, you know, cockles a little bit, you know, kind of like goes back and then mm -hmm. scurries out of the um, uh, room. But you can kind of see him doing that thing that animals do where he's like peeking like right at the edge of the door. Like you can see mm -hmm. like his claws and stuff kind of like <laughs> sitting there. So he's like trying to be there. Um, so, Jazzy, make a constitution save. Okay. What's my constitution at? Um, oh, wow. I have really low constitution. Uh, that is 11. Okay. You feel, uh, a sudden urge to flee. You just, you need to get out of wherever you are. Mm -hmm. um, without being able to control yourself, you bolt for the door, still chained. And as you do, it kind of yanks back and pulls you against the wall. Okay. As soon as that happens, you're, you let out a roar and your face starts to uh, kind of elongate and transform slowly. Um, I'm going to give you the ability to tell us exactly what your transformation looks like if you if you want to. Otherwise, I can do it. Um, so the way I imagine this is, is that because I'm still an elf, I still look very slender mm -hmm. as I transform. And um, so I imagine my face is still sort of like skin-like. Okay. But yep. Yep. the the rest of my body starts to like grow fur, and it's not like dark fur; it's like a pale gray, silvery fur. And the hair on my head starts to elongate as well, but it still stays pink because I've obviously dyed it over, you know. Mm -hmm. Because my hair is actually more similar to Christina's; it's like silver. Mm -hmm. But to you know, because we we travel and we're in a show, I I, I dye it so it's like still pink. Gotcha. And then as as I'm like growing fur, I think my arms and my legs start to extend. Mm -hmm. And my hands 
they become more coarse and padded mm-hmm. and I get like longer fingernails. And um, because I was like waiting for the transformation, I think I've taken off like my boots and okay. the, the leather armor Anything that I'm usually you were wearing. about losing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so because I'm starting to grow more taller, mm-hmm. the, the shirt and the pants I'm wearing become tighter and they start to rip in certain places where it just like, where, where the like, it's pulling the most, it starts to pop. Gotcha. So like burst so, the seams yeah. and maybe like certain areas, maybe around yeah. certain muscles. Yeah. Um, and I, I just become just taller and hairier and like my feet, like sort of like what's it's like not digigrade, but like, you know, they just become like more long yeah. and like wolf like. Yeah, yeah, like, well, it's sort of like, if you think about it, the way that they do that, it's yeah. like, you know, the foot, like, extends so mm-hmm. far that it almost seems like it's another mm-hmm. limb, right? That and then, yeah, and then, like, because, um, not because, but, like, as, like, I'm, like, sort of, like, changing, my teeth mm-hmm. sort of come out crooked and sort of, like, they don't come, like, they don't fully, like, seal within my mouth. They become sort of, like, twisted. Well, they come like they sort oh. of like tusk out like a little bit. Gotcha. Like, they protrude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, you 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 you're going through this, and like as it's happening, you know, Ravo is like watching, like mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he too has transformed. His was like seamless almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen him do it before, and this one it was like as soon as you started transforming and having this whole mm-hmm. thing, which course you're not super paying attention to him but Mm -hmm. yeah he just kind of like went into his mode and he's basically kind of like guarding you and watching you he's like just kind of circling Mm -hmm. and keeping you basically away from the door yeah he turns back to the door and yells again benji roost and benji goes flying off into the distance um you lunge out at ravo once and you kind of like try and like claw at him and when you do you feel the silver kind of burning into your fur and uh same with your neck and everywhere else that the the um shackles are on you it's burning at you skin as you grow larger and larger you can feel it kind of tearing into you Mm -hmm. i mean it's painful there's blood trickling at the uh the meetings of everywhere and um you're you're in this constant state of fighting rage and pain and rage and pain and it's just so much you know you lash out and then you cower and you lash out and you cower um go ahead and roll another constitution save if you can that was really low uh two plus one three okay so yeah uh you you try again to kind of like bring yourself in but it's it's just it's too much it's overwhelming the Mm -hmm. feeling and you know you and Ravo sit here doing this for hours Mm -hmm. and it's just the same thing over and over eventually you sort of give in. You exhaust yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are in your wolf form, sort of cowering into the corner, trying to deal with what you're feeling right now. And it's just pain, pain, pain. Um, but, you know, Ravo, his tension starts to lower a little bit, but he still remains on guard. And we will return to you in a bit. Uh, what I will say, Jazzy, I've got stat stuff for you that I can, uh, I can give to you, cool. um, now, or I can give it to you later. Um, but as people know, werewolves, they get 
special stuff. Mm-hmm. And specifically for Jazzy, she's going to get special stuff based on the specific moon that she uh, transformed Ooh. under. Um, but let's save that for a little bit later. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, let's jump back <clears throat> to the rest of the gang up in Celestia and Lunia. I'm going to post this this picture I drew last night for Price. <gasps> what? I did. I drew on, a picture. On the Jazzy. Twitters? You posted to Twitter? Jazzy, yeah. Jazzy's posting a picture of her uh, werewolf if you want to go check it out. Uh, it's pretty neat. Um, okay, so y'all have continued walking along this path, kind of following the lanterns as they head towards these um, this palace area and whatnot, because that's the path that also leads up the mountain. And as you're making your way, um, you're noticing that, yeah, the a lot more of the lanterns are gathering together. You're seeing a lot more um, condensing of uh, individuals. And actually, you're now starting to see some people who aren't lantern archons. You're hmm. seeing other stuff. Um, Atlas, you would recognize what these are. Um, but to everyone else, you see a bunch of... Um, oh, and I, I guess, Brittany, you'd probably recognize them too, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they are sort of like, they look like dog people. Like, um, think of like a, like a German shepherd or think of like a... Um, like a pit bull or something like that. Um, they, uh, they, it's like a dog-like face, red fur, and a very muscular humanoid form, carrying huge long swords, like we're talking, you know, as tall as they are, and all adorned with some very fancy-looking armor, and uh, they all have these very ornate um, collars around their neck, essentially. Um, Atlas, you would know these as hound archons. Yep. Um, and they are uh, sort of, you see them also coming from a little bit further around and kind of gathering at this place. You also see some individuals flying in. It seems like there is a congregation uh, going on of individuals here at this palace. And it seems like you're not going to be able to get away from this uh, part of your path. So there's okay. like a group of, of people, of beings. Yeah. Like all all of the the lantern archrons are are flowing towards this palace and it's being guarded by the hound archrons. Yep. Um, Brittany okay. cast a sky self. As what? Sh- so on herself. Okay. You go to cast a sky self, and when you do, the magic falls off of you. Like you oh. you, can, you feel it slide off of you. Oh, that's not gonna work here. <laughs> uh, yeah. See the whole thing about truth. Um, Illusion magic like that's just not gonna not gonna work. That's so you gotta be gotta be truthful, Brittany, huh? It's okay. Be, you haven't been back here for a while. I'm sure you just forgot that. <laughs> Thanks, Rhaegar. No, no uh, just a little, little table talk thing like that. You could you could argue that point, Brittany. Maybe it wasn't like that before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, I. I mean, I don't know. I left when I was so young things could be different my magic wasn't where it is now so that just adds a new challenge Mm. to what i'm trying to do which is what what are you trying to do vengeance vengeance (laughs) oh oh, (laughs) supreme and i meant just like in the media what what were you planning on doing you were disguise yourself and what then 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 sneak by or something well yeah we have to go to the castle 
Because that's where Bregan is. Can we not just, like, talk to this dude and be like, hey, can we go through? I don't think he'll just merely talk to me. He wants me... He thinks me and my entire family has been slaughtered. Like, if I come back waltzing in, then that proves that Wait, like, he's no like, longer in control and that I can take Archon over the throne. thinks that your family's been slaughtered? I'm talking about the Hound, not Bregan. Oh, I don't, can, I don't like, know about the Hound Archons. That was something I never you're, had to deal you're with. You're worried that people might recognize you is what you're saying. Of course oh. I'm worried that people might recognize me. I'm um, supposed to be dead. I take off my cloak and I give it to you. You can uh, cloak yourself in this. Just real quick, Rager, I think I think you and I kind of stand out. That's what Marakai says. Like, you know, oh, like like we don't look lawful good. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Atlas wings. He's you know like, what are you an angel or something? I don't know. Brittany wings. <laughs> She's wings. from here. You know, we don't look like anyone around here. I think. Yeah, we're gonna, that's that's a good we, point. You, you two could probably slip by. Um, what do you think, Big Bear? Oh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. You should probably get off the road. I probably should, too, honestly, yeah. Don't you? Aren't you from here? Oh, yeah, but, you know, they see me around, and they're like, oh, some human or Asimar or something is dabbling and getting into things they shouldn't be, you know. (laughs) When you see me me show up, you know that my host is not too far away. So, So when you show up, people expect trouble. Yeah. Or or something's going to go wrong with their day, yeah, for sure. So, um... I'm just, I'm just a whisper away. Uh, good luck. <laughs> uh, seriously, ask if so you have can, questions. Can I, can, can I just sort of scout the situation that we're in? So like, yeah, we're, we're so following. Real quick, real quick though. So yeah, um, he does just kind of like dissipate. All right. But you can still talk to him, uh, Atlas, just okay. like kind of like on a more telepathic level, but he's not physically around you anymore. All right. Yeah. Rager, you want to. So we're, we're following these, yep. these lantern archons, yeah. right? Towards this. Um, yeah, let's let's get a little. What is it exactly that we're yeah. going towards? So now you can kind of see. Let's say you you kind of scurry up a little bit to get a a, a view down on what you're uh, heading towards, and um, what you see, it's like there's like a little like a uh, sort of a small city. Um, there is a huge palace in the center of it, and then a couple of little um, other buildings kind of dotted up around it. Um, but you see a lot of people kind of funneling into it. It seems like it's very active time. Um, and uh, as Braldir would have said, uh, you know, it was, uh, this was a little much, right? You know, he's like, this, this is a lot of movement. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, so what you see down towards the palace is you see a lot of winged individuals, hound archons and other um, creatures. Hound archons don't have wings. The other ones are winged individuals um, in armor. And they're all kind of like lining up in ranks a little bit uh, in front of the palace. Um, you, uh, you also can just you can see off you know several on the sides and whatnot that there are um you know there's like an armory over here there's you know maybe some kind of um encampment over here for people to be kind of uh, staying in tents and whatnot um but then yeah the palace is just kind of straight ahead and you can see uh, there's kind of a congregation of individuals like right in front of the palace sort of waiting for maybe a decree okay um and when you say a congregation of individuals is it a, a mixing like so if Atlas and Brittany were to 
wander up into that group, they wouldn't be too out of place. I would I would say that they might want to like cover themselves up a little more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, not not too many other uh, humanoids. A lot well, of balls of light. Well, and <laughs> a lot of balls of light. Um, but uh, more, and also like your clothing. Like Atlas, his is almost close to what everyone else is wearing. But Brittany's mm-hmm. not really wearing the full armor regalia, and everyone else seems to be wearing pretty armored up stuff. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but presumably beyond that, yes. Um. Okay. So. Well, we so should I, see what's happening and what the news is that will best serve us for figuring out what exactly is going on politically in in Mercuria. Yeah. How? Sh- so, Brittany, you and I, we should uh. Try to get close. Try to eavesdrop. Do you have try extra armor, Atlas? Um, <laughs> that would fit you. I could let you hold my shield. You just hold it up no, in front of you. That's fine. I'll just I'll just take Rhaegar's cloak. Uh, Marikai okay. kind of comes up uh, over by you, Rhaegar, and says, "Look, I think maybe if we kind of sneak around this area, we can get kind of up on that hill over there and watch down. Maybe we can get a good a viewpoint." I think that. Sounds maybe pretty At- good. Maybe Atlas and Brittany can get a little closer and listen. I can to message what's going you. On. If we, uh, th- exactly. If you guys oh, awesome. get down there, then uh, we can, you know, scope it out from the rocks, and then you guys could message or signal when you guys arrive at a meetup point, and we can try to make our way down. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know when it's safe to come down. Okay. Um, okay. I uh. Let's see here. <laughs> Brittany, it, it's been so long. What is your freaking weapon? Do you have one? She has a bow. Voice, and she I has have a bow. A voice. She never uses the bow and arrow. I've used it twice. She has a couple she times has. in the past. Yeah. But, it, is rare. I, uh, it is rare. But now that she's got her spell, she hasn't needed to use her bow. Yeah. I, t- I touch your bow and I, I enchant it with a with a lightning en- enchant, which gives off a visible a visible look. Oh. Oh. Interesting. I'm cool now. Oof. I was like, oh, oh, I forgot I had this. Thanks, Atlas. This <laughs> <laughs> is part of my wardrobe at this point. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> so, um, what are y'all doing? Are y'all, y'all sauntering up? Yeah, what are we're you doing? going up. Mm-hmm. We're going up to the gathering of celestial beings and yep. figuring out what, why, why okay. this is happening and what's going on. So yeah, um, you're kind of heading up. You're kind of keeping yourself a little bit low profile and whatnot. As you get closer in, though, once you're kind of with amongst other uh, of these individuals, one of the Hound Archons turns towards you and looks at you and sort of says, where is your uniform? Um, you talking to, to me or, or to Brittany? Both of you. I elbow Alice. Answer him. Uh... I haven't been assigned a uniform yet. Mm. That's ah. true. We're new recruits. Well, then you'll want to head over there. Go now. Head over to the armory. They'll get you fitted. And okay. then form up in ranks. Sounds good. Will do. Thank you. Can I do like a, <sighs> would I know like a signalment or like a sign off that's partic- that's like of Mercuria? Like I know what I'm doing. Uh Oh, I like that. Um, Sure. Do you want to make one up? 
You want a, something that is like uh, appropriate for what you would think that Mercurians would say? Uh, shit. No. Um, just as like a simple bow. Sure. So, so, uh, say something like, "Under the light of the sun, I uh, do it. I shall uh, do no wrong." Something like that. Under the light of the sun, I shall do no wrong. And under the light of the stars, I shall do only good. As the other person returns the bow, I roll my eyes so hard. <laughs> 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 uh, All right, we gotta go get our armor. Let's go. Okay. Uh, um, all right, so yeah, y'all kind of, you head over to a little um, area and, you know, there are little um, lantern archons kind of like zooming around and whatnot. And one of them kind of comes up near uh, Brittany and sort of like hops up and down, kind of like seemingly looking around, but they're just little balls of light. So it's hard to really tell what they're doing, but you can feel kind of like the warmth and the energy of it. And it just kind of, it doesn't speak to you. Um, and yet at the same time, you can hear its voice saying like, come this way. No, this is what you need. Try on this. Right. Just kind of (laughs) helping you out. Atlas, same with you. Another little one comes like zooming around and everything like that. What do you say as a, as a lantern archon is kind of like looking you up and down and whatnot. Uh, maybe just like take a step back there, but all right, I got this. Um, (laughs) Atlas, don't be so disrespectful. We have to do this. This is part of the culture here. Um, I mean, I think my armor is pretty cool already, but yeah, but we're half. I, t- I, I I grab some stuff that I think looks good, but I keep my shield. Um, okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, y'all y'all head back out into the uh, crowd essentially, mm-hmm. um, and you're you're sort of it's it's one of those things where it's like at this point you're sort of being pushed along by just the energy of the crowd, right? You're like, all right, this is the way I got to go. This is where mm-hmm. I need to head, mm-hmm. um, and you get sort of like pushed into a rank with other individuals wearing the same armor as you kind of lined up. There's a bunch of people in front of you with different sets of armor and whatnot all the way at the front. There's ones with huge swords and everything. It's very much regimented. Um, and, uh, you, you can see that everybody is just patiently waiting for, uh, someone to, you know, uh, appear in front of them. Okay. Um, Atlas, with your incredible feats of perception, um, you notice out of the corner of your eye, way deep into that building, you see Claw. Oh, (gasps) shit. You just see him briefly, kind of like walking from one side to another. I I elbow Brittany and and relay that to to her. Claw's Claw's here. Claw? Him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, well, I guess that makes sense since all the seven are here. I mean, we did figure that out. Um, I guess we kill him too. I said that in my hushed voice. <laughs> I guess we kill them too. I cast message to Rhaegar. Rhaegar. Okay. Rhaegar. Am I close enough? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're close enough. Okay. You're close enough. Okay. Um, so we were wearing this weird armor, and it's I hate it. But that's beside the point. Claw is here, and we're just waiting for someone to tell us directions. Okay. Wait. Wait. So if Claw's there... Wait, Claw's here? Marakai says to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I forgot you can't hear uh, what Brittany's telling me. She says Claw is there. Um, it's probably a bad sign. <laughs> but also, does that mean the other 
six are there. Exactly. Well, I'm assuming that Brittany sends another message. I think all of them are here. I mean, Bregan's one of them. Claw's here. Oh, I can dang. only imagine that everybody except Leodragar is here. Oh, dang. But does, uh, that mean, does that mean that the blade's here? Oh. The blade. If they're oh, all yeah. distracted, could we get it? Oh, the blade. Oh, oh yeah, I thought the blade was a person. Yeah. Oh. She's a really cool person. I was cool like, oh, is that the seventh person, the blade? The blade? It's the eighth. That'd be oh. awesome. Now I can't have a character called the blade. You guys took it. No, you took it. Look, we can you only have this. the blade if Wesley Snipes is available, all right? Otherwise, there can be no the blade. Uh, Wesley Snipes enters chat. <laughs> Uh, so for those of you who don't remember, last time yeah. um, uh, the blade of when, oh, when, yeah, when Marakai was here, she was saying that's why you got like what uh, Leodrigar said is is that way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So um, sh- should we try and move forward? What should we do? Uh, uh, Brittany, um, is it safe to come closer, or sh- should should we hang back here? Well. Uh, Brittany casts another message. You're really sneaky, Rhaegar, so you should just go steal some armor for you and Marakai and come join us. That's true. I'm sure you can do that. That seems within your capabilities. I think we're a little short. We don't have wings. I mean, I have wings. (laughs) You have wings? (laughs) I mean, I have winged shoes. Oh. I don't know if that counts for angels, you know? Oh, but, like, what if, uh, can I use my perception sure to see if there is any way mm-hmm. to like sneak down from this cliff sure yeah, to yeah, the yeah. armory without yeah. being spotted by mm-hmm. somebody who could you know blow up my spot mm-hmm. but is the, is the concern that even with the armor without wings you would still look suspicious I guess well, well how does the armor like I guess that's true right design right. the wings like what does that look like like is it obvious that the wings are out if yeah the wings are armor? like it's a huge part of it right okay, okay. Well, then, yeah. then, I, then okay. I guess that that does spoil yeah. that idea so uh oh yeah oh, oh can I yeah, yeah. Can, can I like lure this shit what are you gonna what are you gonna lure uh, I message Rhaegar um, back, and I'm like, just call yourself the Unwinged. I remember when I was a kid that all the criminals would get their wings taken away, and they were they had to serve in the armies to fight, but they didn't have wings. So you could pretend to be one of them. Or... Tell 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 Rhaegar he could curl up into a ball, paint himself blue, and use his shoes to hover to look like a lantern archon. Atlas, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, such so, a butthead. Such a butthead. Uh, <laughs> so uh, DM, kinda, is is that yeah. is that something that would fly? Can I be an unwinged one? I mean you could always risk it. Jeez, you know I'm gonna wait a little bit. I yeah. I can hear the announcement from where we're at. We can spy everything as long as I've got eyes on Atlas and Brittany. I think that we can wait and see if the situation doesn't change. Um, okay. you said wing it. You could also unwing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to jail, straight to jail. Um, okay. Also, so, how true was that criminal thing? 
just, no, I just made and it up. And it just made it up. And okay. it just made it up. Yeah. Because um, Ash legit did like research, and I'm like, yeah. did Anna also do research too? I did I research, mean, but I mean, like, it's D and D. I can make whatever I want up. That's true. That's my true. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. That's great. I immediately in my head, I was like, oh, I already thought of like a bunch of people that I'm gonna throw into this next season. Um, so, uh, y'all, y'all are waiting there again for a little bit of time. Um, Rager, Marakai, uh, after a little bit, kind of bumps you a little bit and points at the direction on kind of the other side of the um, palace. And it does look like if you really um, kind of were able to kind of make your way along the side of the um, uh, of the of the cliff face, really staying close to it, you could, pr- you could probably stay out of the line of sight and okay. maybe get to the back side of the palace. Okay. Um, so, you know, potentially like get a different viewpoint, you know? I think that that's, yes, um, that sounds like something that I would like to do. Okay. Um, try to sneak. Uh, so me and Marakai are going to sneak together. Yeah. All right. We're going to so, skulk along the shadows. Yes. So y'all are walking along. And, and yeah, it's, it's one of those situations where you're like, you're just in the shadows. You can see everything kind of happening here, but everybody's focused on stuff. And so you're, you're doing a good job of just kind of like staying Like in my head, I'm imagining yeah. it like when Sam and Frodo were at the gates of yes. Mount Doom. Yes. Like something like that, you know? <clears throat> very much. You're, okay. you're very much like using the spots that <laughs> whenever you can, hiding still and then, you know, kind of reemerging. Okay. okay. Um, as you make your way back for a while, you do see that there's a couple of other separate buildings um, uh, behind there. One of which you see standing in front of it, Hex. Oh. <gasps> oh. Ooh, baby boy. How, how far away is this? In relation to us, um, two hundred feet ish. Give it a hat. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you you could get there. You could you could make that distance if you wanted to, but you're also far enough away to where he's you know you're not in sight or anything like that. Right. For sure. Um. And yeah. So yeah. You see you see Hex over there. Okay. Sitting from so um. The, the messaging, by the way, only works one way, right? Like, I don't have an open line to Brittany right now, do I? You're allowed to respond um, and can reply in a whisper that only you can see. Yeah, so you can you can definitely talk back. But okay, I can't hear, so, like, you can't hear Alice and I can't hear Marakai. Right, so hmm. I, I, I just whisper back to you, Brittany. Uh, we, we, we snuck around to the other side, and I've got eyes on Hex here. Oh! <gasps> I can't remember. Was Hex one of the seven, or is he ancillary? No, no. he's okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Rhaegar, Hex is there. Yeah. What what uh, kind of hat is he wearing? Oh, um, roll for hat. Just, just demonic horns. That's it. He's got his horn hats on. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. There should be horns in the Celestia, should there? I mean, that seems <laughs> like. How'd he get in? Anyway, that's, that's a good question. I mean. Really, if you think about it, like a lot of the seven are pretty messed up. And if they're just walking around in there. There's some fishy business happening here, Marakai. I mean, they let Brittany back in. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, <laughs> should we? I mean, what do you think he's guarding? I mean. That's a really good question. Um, like, I mean, can, can we get a sense of what he's guarding? Is there any doors? Um, uh, yeah, if you, if you snuck closer to the building, there are like, 
some areas that look like those tiny like kind of like pin like kind of windows that are like that you know okay where you could like maybe kind yeah. of see a sliver in okay um, um i would like to try and i'm, I'm gonna tell marikai like mm-hmm. since she's not super sneaky like i yeah. am to mm-hmm. hold um where she's at and just keep an eye on me while i uh sneak closer to try to get a look okay okay um yeah, we'll just say you do that. Like there, there's nothing. Okay. There's nothing there. I feel like you're gonna need to really be too stealthy as long as okay. you're careful. Um, okay. So yeah, you you get up a little bit closer. You um, you're kind of you can kind of peek in to the window, uh, and you don't. It's it's hard to really see. You kind of have to like to do that whole thing where you're just really getting only like a sliver here and there. Right. Um, but yeah, you do see like on on like a, a desk. That seems like so out of place in this building. Um, there's just kind of like a wooden desk and a chair and just like a, a couple little items that seem very earthly. Um, and on that chest, you see um, the case that you remember having the the dagger in uh, before. And I don't get a sense of anybody in the room at no. the moment. No. Okay. Um, with this information, I uh, go back to Marakai okay. and. As I'm relaying this to Mark, I'm also relaying it to Brittany. Okay. I picked in the little room that Hex is guarding, and uh, the knife is definitely in there. <gasps> the knife. Okay. I elbow Atlas. Mm. Hex ha- has the knife. What? Yeah. Hex is here? Hex is here, and then... What kind of hat's he wearing? It's all devil horns. It's really weird. He needs a better hat. get in here? <laughs> I mean, like, he's hanging out with Claw and... What's his face? Vern. Yeah, none of them really fit in. Anyway, he's got... He's guarding the blade. He's, he's guarding the blade, so... I don't... I don't think we can... I don't think we can do anything about that right now. I think we're sort of stuck here until whatever happens. Yeah, happens. what what is happening? I'm so bored. <laughs> you hear Thank God. the sounding of a trumpet. <clears throat> you you hear it as well, Rager, where you are. Um, okay. And uh you see uh several <clears throat> uh, angels step out of the um doorway of the um palace um they all have these silver trumpets in their hands um and sort of raise them as they come out um uh sounding the the, the coming of a very important individual uh as you would know uh Brittany, like this is something you're like oh okay this like, is okay i'm like this oh is this is very deal. hoity-toity yeah that should um, be me up there yeah and uh as many of these things start it's like it's like a slow build deal so just some slightly lesser level angel comes out than the one that you're expecting and introducing him, naming off all of his names. So this is going to take a little while. He just sits there kind of saying, and so we prepare for our host. And it's very boring. Brittany starts drinking wine. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you like, that come yeah, from, as soon as- <laughs> I have wine on me all the time. It's a flask <laughs> of seawater. Of course, of course you do. I love it. Uh, while while that's going on, um, uh, real quick, back to Marakai and Raker. Um, so, what do we do? I mean, th- this is probably the best chance for us to get in there. I mean, Hex is guarding the door, but stuff's going on. Uh, was there any way in? Uh, 
I mean, there was just tiny little windows, you know? Um, wait, I have an idea. <gasps> what? What if I have Felicia <gasps> sneak in through the window oh. and grab the knife? Is she going to be able to get it out? How is she going to get it out? I mean, she's pretty clever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been teaching her a thing or two. She's been watching, you know, Big Daddy Rager for the last uh, year. Oh my God! You make her call Big Daddy Rager. She doesn't call me anything. All right, she can't talk. All right, I just like to believe that in her head she thinks of me as her dad, and so her Big Daddy. Right, look, all right, you don't need to make this weird. All right, you're making it weird. This is not something that should be weird. I want to believe that Marakai is just hearing this one-sided exactly, conversation. Exactly, just the one side of the conversation, like, looking at it. Like, I look at her, and I'm like, she's giving me crap for the big debt. Anyway, anyway. Um, I mean, it's, it's a little weird, but whatever. I mean, she, look. <laughs> she, she, she can try to get the knife, and, uh, you know, if uh, she's having trouble, I can just call her back. All right, and then we go for plan B. And plan okay. B, I guess, would be... Trying to sneak. I mean, I can B try is, and I can, scout if there I, was another way in. I can just uh, not misty step. I can dimension door over there and just take the blade. The last time you tried magic, it just fell apart. I mean, by all means, try your magic. But I mean, I'm going to use my magic as as plan so, B. You so tell wait, Felicia. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So. All right. uh, all so right, you, so you kind of you, you saunter back over to the mm -hmm. window. You kind of hold up your arm so that Felicia can <clears throat> go in there. As soon <clears throat> as she sticks her head like through uh -oh. the window, um, you hear Hex kind of like pound like the ground a little bit and kind of like shake off the rust. And he opens the door and heads back inside oh. looking around. And then heads back out. <laughs> I, I wish I could have. I wish I could detect magic. I, I, I wish Atlas were here, because I, I don't know if that was a coincidence. Let's try again. Felicia, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. In. Again, as soon as you do that, uh, Hex enters the room again, and this time, you know, now he's a little more uh, uh, alert now that it's happened again. So he kind of starts pacing around inside the room. Okay. Um, I call her back. Uh, Brittany, um, as soon as Felicia got into the room, it's like an alarm went off in Hex's head. He knew that somebody was in the room. Um, there's, like, there's, there's some kind of a spell here. Uh, oh, I, there I can't is? break through without being detected. Okay, well, I'll just... Don't worry about it. I'll just cast a spell. Yeah, but you're not... So what are you, you going to try and do, Brittany? Hold on. Because you're not over there. Yeah, she, you're, you're far away, well, so you would have to okay, go. Okay, well, yeah. how far away is Radar? <laughs> I mean, it's he's within, on the, how, how many feet is your spell? Because it has to be within that many feet. It, that's what I'm saying. It's 120 feet. So oh, you no, are within not 120 feet. No, then oh, you're, not, well, no, you're not that close anymore. Regar, hold hold tight. I'll be there in just a second. Okay. Well, no, no, no. We're I'm, just... I'm, I'm saying with the the communication no. spell that yeah, we're yeah. using. So, so the message, oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. At this point, your message has broken down. We'll say, like, you're oh, not yeah. close enough anymore. So, you started to kind of crackle out. You know. Okay. Regar, okay, don't do it, tunnel. Daddy. <laughs> I don't know. Regar is daddy. Oh my gosh. Daddy, no inside. <laughs> 
Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know what's happening, but I'm very worried for Hex. It's like, I think if, if we could maybe distract him away, otherwise the only way to get in there would be if we could get one of them to do it for us or distract him away. Um, okay. If you can get him as far from this door as possible, then I can zip in and out, grab the knife before he even has a chance to catch up to you. Um, at which point, shoot, how can we get you away from him? Um, any ideas? I mean, I look, I, I, I fought Hex a dozen times, but he's a little bit scarier now. I, I could do that if that's, if that's what you think's the best. Uh, we, we just need a distraction. If you can distract him, pull him away, and try to make a getaway. Okay. 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 I'll, um... <sighs> you ready? Yes. So I'm basically back to the wall of the building that we're at. Um, mm-hmm. What shape is this building? Is it square? Is it circular? Uh, it's square. Yeah. It's a square? Okay. Yeah. So I am around the corner from okay. the wall with the door. Mm-hmm. Waiting for him to be distracted out of okay. the door. So, um, yeah. So you're you're like he, he, here's the here's the wall. You're you're here. Here's where Hex is, right? Um, you, uh, Marakai, basically uh, hurls uh, her sword at Hex, and it just dinks him right on the head. <sighs> Um, doesn't stab him, doesn't blast him like that, just kind of knocks him. And then she calls it back, uh, and Hex turns and does this. <gasps> and he kind of waves you over. What? <laughs> well, then I... I I look at Marakai and sort of like, uh, um, okay, yeah, and so we 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 uh, we, we go up to Hex a little little hesitantly, maybe. Yeah, yeah. For the for the podcast listeners, yeah. Hex did a Hex wink. Just FYI, did a Hex wink. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Hex wink. Uh, my friends, hurry! Uh, come inside. Come inside. Hex. Leads you both in. Marakai is like confused, but like immediately close the door and you're both in there. What's going on? I'm not crying. I, ever, ever since the Hall of Mirrors, I have been, well, different. I remember you all and I remembered what we were doing. I've been trying to get back to you, but things have been horrible and I figured that one one day I would be able to maybe help from my end it's good to see you but this is a horrible place to be right now we need to get out of here you need to get out of here I have to stay here I oh this is terrible uh, why are you here well we're here to save Eberron uh, and and save you and to solve all sorts of mysteries uh, Brittany <laughs> and Christina want to kill people uh, Atlas has a baby dragon. I mean, all the reasons. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's, it's been a long sure. time. 
I forgot how funny you were, Rager. That's <laughs> great recap. Um, but I would like to take this knife. What's going on here? Uh, well, they, they got a big announcement going on here. Uh, how are these evil people in Celestia? Not everyone here is necessarily evil, but they all have the same goal. You see, it when you're fighting against these two different poles, sometimes one wins out over the other, and it seems as if Verdon and his ability to convince many to do things for him, well, he seems to have convinced someone very, very powerful to work with him. And then you also hear, Well, now, little one, good to see you again. And it's Claw, (gasps) who has been alerted by so many people being in this room and he has busted open the door as this is happening simultaneously over where y'all are finally who you have been waiting for appears he steps out nine feet tall flowing silver hair he big uh he big massive angelic wings several pairs uh, and glowing kind of blue amethyst kind of armor, uh, holding a sword that looks like um, constellations kind of wrapping within one another. Well, that's just a bit much. I know, right? This you, is so you, would both, you would both know who this is, Okay. and that would not be your response. This is one of those situations where it's like, you're in the presence of a being so powerful that even the jokes are a little hard to come out. Oh, so I'm just like terrified. Yes, because can I can I yeah. make a guess? Sure. Is it Torm? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Nice, nice now guess. I gotta look up Torm. Ash I am is going... over researched. I am over researched. Maybe, maybe not though. Uh, I'm going to share a picture with you in D and D chat if you want to pull it up. You don't have to. Um, Always. But for y'all, um, you would recognize this as Barakiel, the Lord of all of Lunia, one of the most powerful mm. of all of the Archons. And he steps out and <clears throat> he looks upon everyone. My host, it is our duty to uphold throughout all realms the order that we have set ourselves to, to protect it from those who would destroy it and bring about chaos. But look now upon Eberron and tell me that these mortals are worthy of our mercy. They defile the divine pacts by drawing on the elemental plane, sowing chaos as the balance shifts to their foolish actions. They deny us and cast us aside, the divine ones meant to protect them. Their seas rise and their lands boil as we speak. Thousands have been driven from their homes, lost and scattered across the land. They bicker and fight and turn on one another, tearing themselves apart to ensure that it is not they who are at fault, merely everyone else. No. I say this now, the mortals have lost my mercy. They have lost our mercy. I have watched as they have brought about the second coming of Kyber. Perhaps it is time the draconic prophecy is fulfilled, so a new shining rider can be cast from the peak of Celestia to rain fiery judgment upon the Underdark once again. Uh, He continues. 
this speech. Let's cut back to the rest of y'all. Uh, Rager and Marakai. Claw now at the door. Sees Hex. Sees Marakai. Sees you, Rager. So, curious, when mm-hmm. he sees me, mm-hmm. does he see my face or is my back to him? Right now, your back is turned to him. Okay. You were kind of, you were over by the desk. You were uh, looking for the dagger, essentially. Actually, you know what? You happened to just be uh, under, like kind of kind of like ducked down a little okay. bit. Just at the moment, like when he's coming through and you heard his voice. Marakai S- and Hex, however, are still there. Okay. Uh, Claw um, uh, sees Marakai, sees Hex, and says to Hex, Well, are you going to do it or am I going to have to? At that point, I'm going to use Shape Changer. Whoa, what? Okay. And, and what are you I'm going do? to change my shape into, um, what's his name, Verdon? Verdon. Verdon Kimball? Is that his name? Vernon Kimball. Yeah. Campbell. Campbell. Uh, so I take Campbell. the form of Vernon Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, perfectly. Right, so yeah, you're, yeah your face perfectly. You look exactly like him. You uh, you look exactly like Vernon Campbell. You sound like Vernon Campbell. It is the most convincing Vernon Campbell that there has ever been. And I turn Verdon. to him mm-hmm. and say uh, in perfect Vernon Campbell accent, which I can remember mm-hmm. to this day, um, how dare you <laughs> who do you think you're speaking to it is i Verdon kemble it's exactly what he sounded like exactly exactly 100 percent. hex and i found this intruder trying to steal the knife and apprehended her and i grab marakai mm-hmm. by the arm and just sort of like and she, yeah she does one of those like along. both she's confused and like uh, okay yeah 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 ah Ah, fighting against it, you know. It's clear that the knife is no longer safe here. We need to take it to a safer location. Claw, lead the way. <clears throat> sure, but wouldn't you let me take care of her first? I'm Listen, dying to get some blood out. You can take care of her later, all right? She has information. If she's here, others are here too. Fine. Let's go. He heads out the door and kind of is like leading you uh, towards a- another um, room. Sort he's actually kind of heading back towards like where everybody is congregated. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm you following? just I'm following. Yeah, I've just sort okay. of God keeping my fingers crossed. I don't run into the Verdon. Mm. Um, <laughs> just really trying to act That'd like I, I belong here, you know, and that I'm the one in charge, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're heading along, you're following Claw, you're kind of heading down a path and as you are, are, you're, you're, are we alone? Yeah. It's Claw in front, uh, you, Marakai Hex. Okay. I would like to lean into Marakai mm-hmm. and sort of like whisper, like we need to take him out. And I would like okay. to try and kill Claw or assassinate him. <gasps> Or, or knock him out. I want to incapacitate him. Um, okay. Ideally, I would love to kill him. Yeah. How? how uh, if I could yes. do like a stealth attack on him. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna have to roll. 
<laughs> you had to roll pretty good on that one. But, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah. Marakai is also helping. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, yeah. we're uh, yeah, yeah. pooling and, and our... So I'm going to try and do... Like, can I do a... Uh, like, this is essentially a sneak attack, right? Like, mm -hmm. like a super sneak attack? Okay. Uh, okay, so that is uh, plus my... Um, bonus. That is a 21 that I rolled. Okay. For, for an attack roll or for damage? For an attack roll. For an attack roll. A 21. Okay. And then I've got my 1d8 plus, I think, uh, 5d6. So. Okay. And uh, which weapon are you going to use? Uh, I'm using my, uh, my rapier, which has okay. a 1d8 plus 5. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you... You take your moment, you you know, you you look at Marakai and you stab him right through the back, straight through the heart. <gasps> Claw like he kind of like lurches up and just kind of like <clears throat> slowly turns and like sees you like that. And as he looks, Hex and Marakai both draw their blades and do like a scissor kind of attack and decapitate him. <gasps> You kind of look at each other, and what do you do? Um, I, I, I look around. Is there a door that I can open to check <laughs> and see if it's empty so we can stash this body? <laughs> uh, I mean, no, actually. They're like, where no? you're at, it's sort of like a... Um, you're on, like, an open pathway. Okay. Like, an open-air pathway kind of thing okay. between a bunch of the buildings. Um, so you would have to drag it pretty far if you wanted to. Um, yeah. Um, we we just try to find the darkest corner possible to stash okay. this body. As you are dragging the body um, and carrying the head, the head starts talking. What? 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 Oh, no, 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 no. You think that was enough to stop me? Is the body moving at all? Is, there, is yep. it just the head? The body reaches into its uh -uh. chest and yanks out a kind of just like a mass of flesh <gasps> and then sticks its finger into what, what you is see happening? is a ring. And that ring starts to glow. And as soon as it does, uh, he kind of pops up into the air and he's kind of floating. And you see his head actually regenerate out of his body. What? He has flames pouring down his back, and his uh, tiger stripes have turned into flaming tiger stripes. Uh, and he's sort of like lurching himself back upwards. And immediately, Hex is just like, we have to run! And as he says that, uh, he turns around, uh, 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 Claw does, and he unsheathes a massive... Uh, shadow blade. Mm-hmm. And he plunges it into your heart. <gasps> I guess I should properly introduce myself. You see, I am not merely some simple shifter. I am a Rakshasa Raja, Lord of Dust, and I have lived for thousands of years for the one goal of bringing back my Lord, and I won't have you stop me, little one. Uh, I, feel I, I take the... Uh, 
I take the knife and I pass it to Marakai. Wait, uh, the the shadow wait. blade? No, the, the 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 blade of balance that I've had. You, you the one that you guys stole? Yes. Okay. I, so yeah, you're you're trying to like hand it back to Marakai, who's stunned, but you know, kind of leaps into action and grabs the blade, and without thinking, she stabs that into Claw. Oh. And when she does that, he then starts to lose the color in his body, and he starts to shake, and he starts to fizzle, and then he just sort of instantly desiccates, like he's just like evaporated from the inside, and disappears into dust. But Rager, you fall to the ground, the shadow blade still sticking out of you. And it's not looking good. I, I just turn to Hex and Marakai and say, you need to get to Brittany and Atlas. You need to go find them. It's too late for me. We'll just leave me. We'll, 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 we'll come back for you or we'll, we'll look for you. I, oh, no. Just go. And so Marakai and Hex leave you there. Felicia crawls out from your uh, cloak and starts kind of nuzzling at you. <laughs> and as you start to slip away, you finally give way to your real face. A face that you haven't seen in a long, long time. One that you don't even remember. And you kind of see yourself in a reflection in a little pool nearby. What do you look like, Rager? Um, I look um, gray and featureless. So, um, like, a, like kind of like a like a, 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 a proto human. You're gonna mm -hmm. build a human face on this face, right? Just blank face, no hair, um, smooth skin, <laughs> uh, and um, and you. You slowly drift away as you kind of stare back at yourself. Kind of like when you were in the mirror before and you were looking out and seeing the faces of the ones who kind of um, helped you along the way. And as you do, you, you feel the warmth of a lantern archon kind of resting near you as well. And something about that archon feels familiar. Now back to the rest of you all. Barachiel... It's continuing his speech. So it shall be. I, Barachiel, the messenger of the celestial Hebdomad, ruler of the silver heaven, hereby decree that night in Eberron shall once again belong to shadow. I shall change the law, and in so doing, I shall change the course of history. And as the forces of the Underdark descend upon Eberron, we too shall watch. And as the moment shows itself, we shall strike. Now, sound the trumpets, darken the skies, and prepare your swords, for annihilation has arrived. Let us see what mercy these mortals are deserving of. And you hear all of the trumpets sounding, and you hear them sounding throughout all of Lunia, all across the land. 
And when they all go out in unison, for a brief moment, the stars in the sky twinkle out. And they reappear. Just a moment. Back on Eberron. Jazzy, Christina, (laughs) you're chained to the wall, wolf form, kind Mm -hmm. of like shuddered in the corner. Mm -hmm. Ravo is still watching you. And then, all of a sudden, you lurch forward. Blood starting to form behind your eyes. What? foam pooling at your mouth. Okay. And your body, (laughs) the fur starts to slough off, and it's just skin. And you start to kind of grow and kind of churn. And your wings, they have uh, shed their fur and are almost like bony bat-like wings. And they... They um, <laughs> they kind of jerk around back and forth, slashing around, trying to get at the silver to get you free. And Ravo looks you in the eyes, and he is terrified. And he lunges at you. He grabs you and tries to force you to the ground. He's like, no, you have to stop. <sighs> this wasn't supposed to happen. Mm. And uh, make, make a uh, constitution save. I'm going to use a different dice because the one was really badly. That's actually 17 plus 1, 18. Okay. So, um, oh, Jesus. You, uh, your teeth grow uh, longer, so long that like, you can barely keep them in your mouth, mm-hmm. and you bite on to Ravo. Oh, and you shit. Are just, you're just, just ripping back Bravo, and forth. I'm sorry. And you throw him into like the kitchen area. And I mean, he just slams into everything, just knocking stuff all over the the place. And then you start biting at your own arm, trying to get free. You're doing everything you can. And as you do your body, it just keeps on like shaking and moving. And eventually you actually break free from the chains. That happened. Uh Uh-oh. You burst forth through the door. And now you see that the sky has completely darkened except for a blood red moon above you. Mm-hmm. Once there were stars and a beautiful sky and everything, and now it's just the blood red moon. Nearby is the horse that you rode in on. Sorry, horse. <laughs> you roll, and the horse. Yeah, roll a, uh, roll a uh, constitution save. Uh-oh. Uh, 15 plus 116. Okay. So you fight your urge to eat the horse uh, because instead you smell something much, much better somewhere in the distance. Mm. Oh my god. You look towards the mountain and you see suddenly that you can see everything. You have this innate knowledge and vision of everything around you. It's never been so clear. But also you have one thing in mind. The bloodlust has taken over, and you have to kill something. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you essentially take flight and fly off into the night towards the mountain. You are heading towards Celestia. The blood rage, it, it lights your way. And as you do that, the ripples in the land that had started to form before, those bluish kind of veins that were making their way in the mountain, they start to crack and open. And uh, you start to see darkness spread a little over the land. And then 
the last thing that you hear is a deep earth moving roar and the mountain gives way you see the entire mountain range crumble as you're heading its direction and giant wings spread over the surface what? of the moon and that god wings and that, that my friends is where we're going to end this season ah. of Eberron. Under the Dragon's Shadow. <laughs> I didn't even get my revenge! I didn't even get out of here! Because it's just screams! <laughs> Y'all, Under the Dragon's Shadow was mentioned in day one. This should have been obvious to people that were paying attention, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, Ash here. Just a quick note that some of us stopped recording at this point, but we continue to talk for a little while after this session about Rick's character and the whole season in general, and it, it seemed like good content. So I'm going to edit back in that part of us talking, but with the Discord audio, which is a bit of a lesser quality. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up. And here we go. What is a Taroclus? Tarolycus? the hell does that mean rollicus not sure um oh tarot like a tarot like a yeah yeah oh it's a winged werewolf yeah okay she had wings in the in a regular form yeah okay i was like what's up with that so that's where we're ending that's our cliffhanger for this season i'm a cliffhanger boy and i love making you guys wait that was good that was some good stuff there no no we're playing next week nope I'm not ready. <laughs> I got a whole next season to write. <laughs> oh, so a Rakasha? The hell is a Rakasha? Yeah. A Rakshasa Raja. Yeah. Mm, Rakshasha Raja? Rakshasha. Yep. I was like, you need to like write that down for me. Rakasha Raja. Rakshasa Raza. Yeah. Rakshasa Raza. Rolls right off the tongue. I did it. I found it. Y'all, y'all, we, we reached the end of a season. A lot of big things happened. Price, yeah. thank yeah. you. So Rick, you were a good. changeling? Rick uh, was a changeling. Uh, uh, actually, a doppelganger, right? Oh. Yes, a doppelganger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I... The whole time. <laughs> I, think, I think we sort of got an allude to during the mirror room, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 There, 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 there was a... A hint of that for yep. people who were paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that maybe you guys picked up on it. You, you may have. You may. I remember it. when we were creating our characters, you were like hinting that that was kind of a cool thing that you wanted to be. I think I didn't that know too. if you had decided not to, because when you were like, my character is an elf. And then you gave me a description of what you were. I was like, oh, so you didn't go with the doppelganger look. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, doppelgangers look like aliens which is why i wanted to be one <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it worked out really great because here's something that i want i want y'all to know because there were a couple of times where we did this where rick is the only one of you who can't see in the dark 
Yes, um, the rest of you all can't. Wait, I've you never noticed that. You all took it for granted. I, I, took I, it for granted yes. And he, I, there were times where I made him roll things. And then he would like, if he, if he made it, it was fine. And y'all didn't know. And yeah. if he didn't make it, he would like make a silly comment about what there he There were did. several things I had to fake, like the, yeah. like the meditating stuff. I didn't meditate. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not a thing that I do. Yeah. Did you know how to yeah. read? And that's, uh, that I did not know how to do. That you did I, re- I really was just like I was raised as a street urchin, and yeah. I, I'd never learned to read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I'm, so, I'm just so happy to finally get one of the secrets out there because, gosh darn it, y'all all have secrets. <sighs> well, I feel like... Most of them are on the table. Most now, of them are on the table. Most of them yeah. are on the table. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Man. Oh. What else? How y'all feel? Does that does that feel does that feel satisfying? Do, do you like no. do that? No, I need and I need to die. So like because you guys won't get my story. Yeah, um, that's what I was about to ask. But, so I was, um, I had a sister, uh, and we were abandoned by our mother because uh, I was actually half doppelganger. Um, oh. So um, my father was, um, you know. He, he he used my mother and um, she had me and my, my sister. Yeah. And so we ended up on the street and uh, we were taken in by this guy who had a like gang of, uh, you know, kids who would, you know, um, like street street urchins, which is why when we were in the, down in the sewers, I was so familiar yeah, with that. I was like, no, what? for sure. Uh, did we meet your sister? Was she the. Um... No, she she died. My oh, sister, she died. Okay. My sister died when I was young, but I was taken in by um uh one of the leaders of the group who took mm-hmm. care of me and when he left i took his image i took his form oh. and pretended to be him and so that's who i've been pretending to be all this time was gotcha. this mentor that i had as a child In so that i just took case... his form because i was always ashamed of being uh you know a doppelganger so i hid my form in in that case, the woman that visited you in sort of like the night in Fairhaven, did she yeah. actually know you or did she know the form of you? No, she knew me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's yeah. Rager. That's that's Rager, you know, going through. And you know what? I mean, let's let's give Rager his heroic uh uh just dues. I mean, mm-hmm. you got the dagger out. Yeah. He got you know? and I will I will um, come clean to chat right now. Um, yes, Rager is dead. Uh, and the reason why is just because I don't have as much time these days having a kiddo. So we had to figure out a way to keep the story going, but um, free me up to, to do my, my family things on Friday. Yeah. And so what we will do, you know, going forward, at least for now, Fridays are going to be something else um probably what jazzy and enna do in your guys stuff sometimes and then we'll figure some other stuff out mm-hmm. um we'll probably do other uh tabletop stuff for a while before we jump right back into um D. Mm-hmm. uh so we will uh you know we'll let you know when the next season's coming but um we'll make other content like that and hopefully, you know, this will give us some opportunity to do some creative stuff, get some other people coming through here, maybe you know, it's like mm-hmm. guest stuff or maybe get someone else in the party. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be fun. Exactly. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. leave this part in the episode as well. So people get this backstory and whatnot. But yeah. uh, mm-hmm. 
if you made it this far in the episode and whatnot, I want <laughs> I want everyone in the comments and whatnot to be hashtag Big Daddy Rager. All right. <laughs> Set, give him the proper yeah. like ceremony that Send we need. Off. Hashtag. It's Big like uh, Terry Pratchett's GNU. I want Big Daddy Rager everywhere. Oh, oh man, that's great. That's great. <laughs> that's the best send off you can give. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the finale of the Season 3 Hero Squad podcast. Hope you guys had a blast with it. Uh, it was a lot of emotions, a lot of tears, a lot of laughs. But because that was the finale of the season, that does mean we're about to do do a break here. Um, we, gotta, we got some things to figure out for Season 4, especially with one of the players leaving. Um, and yeah, I think that also means that we're likely going to do some one-off campaigns in between that time. Um, so if anyone has any suggestions for one-off campaigns, please feel free to uh, let us know on Twitter, on our Discord, or especially on Patreon uh, via our Patreon messages. Um, that would be awesome. But yeah, keep, we'll keep posted. Uh, we'll probably let you guys know on Twitter and on Discord when we're going to be doing a future one-off campaign. Anyway, I'd also like to give a big thank you to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, MM Michael Cara and Peppermint Takeo. Supporting us on Patreon helps support this D&D content as well as other unique gaming content that we give to our patrons a week early. So if you're interested in that and helping support Hero Squad, check that out over at patreon.com stumped. Anyway, y'all, a lot of excitement's been had, a big finale, a lot of emotional moments. I, I hope you guys are having fun with it and, and enjoyed the story that's been told so far. With that, tune in sometime in the future to find out what happens on Hero Squad. <laughs>